I haven't played Terry or anything in Smash yet, but there's a I just watched a video of the stage. And it's real cool. You didn't see the 45 minute direct? No. Oh my god, it was so beautiful. I don't care about King of Fighters and like it happened too early for me to like watch it live, so I just never went back to it. I've been getting ready for it a was, trip. It was <laughs> I I get it. I would have made time. Um like I didn't care about Terry either, but like it was just just Sakurai, you could tell his genuine enthusiasm mm-hmm. for Terry Bogard and SNK in general. Like it made me fall in love with Terry, even though, like I said, I'm not a Terry guy. I never, I never played Fatal Fury back in the day. I never played. I think I played one King of Fighters game in my life, and that's King of Fighters 11 when I with my friend. You didn't even play the good one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like I, I don't know. It's just it's which is weird because like. I think I'm gonna told you this. Like King of Fighters is like the game of Mexico. Like Mexicans love King of Fighters, uh, maybe because XNK cabinets were cheap. I think, and like it just it's like super popular in Mexico. Um, so like, but like I'm Mexican. I never heard of this. So I feel like I lost part of my. I'm it's I'm losing part of my gaming culture to white people because I sided with Capcom in the war. Uh, but um, I don't know. It, it maybe his stage is super hype. But I'm talking too much about Terry. Yeah, he's cool. He's really cool. Buster Wolf! I, I told one of my friends that I would practice on the plane, and then we could play uh, when I get back. You still won't fight me, though. Are we going to start the show? Listen, no one wants to fight Yes, they do. I'm not that good, first of all. Shut up. Not. You and say Smash, that. I'm not. Not. I'm, you beat me a couple of times in Smash. Oh, so what you're saying is I have played you. Yeah, but not recently. Huh. I always want to fight. Corner. Y'all y'all denied my... Y'all don't want to pick up Street Fighter V and no. fight me there. I'll go easy on y'all. I'll play with one hand. What are you, what are you doing with the other one? I won't do special moves. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it the left or the right hand? I need no, know. I'll play with my... my, my um, I'll play with my third hand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Although the best part of the Terry stuff was the um, the sheer amount of my Shiranui art that appeared in my timeline. Blessed, I was blessed. It was a blessed Wednesday afternoon. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Charge Shot Gamescast. Each and every week, friends gather around to talk about the things we've been playing and things going on in our lives. Today, I was me, Justin. I just got a Monster Energy ad on Twitter, and it is definitely Fuck Thomas's yeah. fault. It is absolutely my fault. So. <laughs> we also have Ben. Be the Guiji that you want to be. I'm always gooey. Can I not be Guiji? Be, be the squishy, Mario? squishy. I make squishy noises when I walk Guiji. Oh, it's worse than that. It's so much worse than that. It's beautiful. It is. Uh, I'm just gonna say I had a Monster Energy drink. I'm not. Get, we don't get money from doing this shit. I lose money actually, but I had a Monster <laughs> Energy drink today. And uh, I feel great. <laughs> the best I've ever felt in a very long time. Too bad they taste like ass. That's called a sugar high. Like... No, it's not. That's not it. I've had sugar highs before, and I crash really fast, and I die, and I feel like shit. But um, anyways, Justin, what have you been up to? Uh, I haven't played much. Um, I've been, you know, getting ready for a vacation tomorrow. So what? This is the first time I ever. Yeah, this. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in Canada. Oh, oh it's, shit, real, it's real awkward. I didn't. I, I was specifically not telling you. 
<laughs> where are you going to be? Uh, where are you again? <laughs> uh, I'm like a couple hours north of uh, New York. Oh, yeah. Or north of Toronto. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty far from there. That's, yeah. Okay. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is uncomfortable. <laughs> um, anyway. So yeah, I had to like do some, like I worked overtime on Wednesday. Like I was doing work at home. Um, partially because I just, I had some extra stuff to get done for the week, but also I wanted to start my vacation early today. So I left, uh, I left at one thirty so I can get a head start on some stuff. Um, but yeah, so it's been a pretty busy week. I haven't really played that much, but, um, I kind of, I dabbled a little bit in some more outer worlds. Um, just clearing out a few quests each day, basically, um, it's it's not, like I love the game. The problem is like I haven't had the mental energy to like get into it a lot uh, because you have to really pay attention to like the dialogue trees and things like that. And I've just been so tired <laughs> with all the extra work and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I'll do a few quests um, and then quit and do something that's easier. Uh, a lot of it has been Pokemon Y, I think. I forget which one I downloaded, um, but. I've, I had, like, it's weird, because sometimes I have a lot of issues, like, running 3DS games smoothly on my computer. Um, I don't know, I and I always thought that, like, the Pokemon games ran, like, trash, because they were super unoptimized and stuff, because, you know, the Pokemon company does not know how to make games. Um, but, uh, yeah, Sword and Shield in a week. <laughs> um, but, for some reason, this game runs super easy. Like... It's, I think it's the only example where I've run a 3DS game uh, at 9, 1900p, I think it is. Um, like, basically the closest you can get to 2K on, you know, on a, on 3DS resolutions. Um, and running it at 120%, just to, you know, speed it up a little bit, because the game's kind of slow. And it's beautiful. Like, I don't have any frame drops, there's no inconsistencies. Like, I could run it higher if i wanted i just don't see a reason to um but yeah it's kind of nice like it actually it's it's making the game better because it's just like all the dialogue and stuff just moves a little quicker uh so i'm kind of burning through the game but that's a good one to play just like when i don't feel like doing anything else i can like pull up a tv show or whatever and just you know grind out some mods um but i forgot this is the gin like gin 6 is somewhat forgettable like just as games um but i forgot it's the gin that gave us uh the hone edge line which is like a you know a ghost sword, and it's so cool. Like it's it's easily my favorite Pokemon, um, specifically uh, uh, Dubblade. I think it's called. I haven't evolved it yet. I forget the name, but it's just like two swords. <laughs> like it's it's kind of like the traditional like you know current line of Pokemon where it's like they have one thing and then it evolves into being two of those things, and then the third form is like a more complex version of three of them. Which I guess they've always done because like the duo, the duo and Doug and Didrio and then like Diglett and Doug Trio, but it seems like it's more obvious now with like this and the ice cream cone and things like that. Um, but it's just so cool, like the steel and ghost typing is really neat, and there's just something cool about like a possessed sword. I don't know, I love it. Um, but I just caught one of those and it made me happy because I remembered that it existed in this gen. Um, for some reason, I was thinking it was later, but, uh, but yeah, that's fun. And I also had some friends over last weekend, um, and we played some Smash. Unfortunately, Terry wasn't out yet, so I couldn't, you know, try him out, but 
it was nice just to you know do some like four player multiplayer for a little while um we've played online a little bit but it's usually like two or three people it's nothing beats that like couch co-op four player um i lost every game but i'm used to that with them they're actually pretty good uh and we also played uh when we get together we try to play board games and stuff like because you know that's not things we can play online but we had been drinking quite a bit (laughs) so i i couldn't really focus on learning any new like complex game or whatever um so we played this one it's it's more of a card game like a party game called just one i think and it's kind of like it's like categories but you only have one answer um, so it's like if you're doing categories one category at a time. So, like, one person's a judge, and they have a card, like, facing away from them. And they pick a random number, and whatever number they pick on that card is, like, the, the answer you're trying to come up with. And everyone else has, like, a like a whiteboard. And you write down, you know, a word on your whiteboard, on your whiteboard to try to get them to guess the word that's in front of them. Um... But if anyone writes the same word, they have to erase it. So all that's left is the ones that aren't duplicates. Um, so it's that idea of, like, you know, you're trying to come up with the word that isn't the most common, but is good enough to make them guess it. So, like, uh, my most memorable example, because like I said, we've been drinking, um, was the the uh, prompt was Facebook. And it was actually one where there was no duplicates, but everyone did, like, if there was, uh, like, Zuckerberg... And, uh, like, I think Blue was in there, and, like, Messenger, like, very, you know, very obvious things. And I wrote Oculus, because I was trying to come up with something that's Facebook-related, but not super, you know, super common. Um, and the judge, like, went through, he's like, okay, okay, okay. And then just looked at mine, and was like, uh... He's like, I mean, it's it's Facebook, but, uh... <laughs> and I was like, am I the only one that knows about VR? Like, I feel, all right, I was trying to help, I'm sorry. I So it's like, it's kind of tricky, because like, you know, you're trying to read the, the person um, without coming up with the most obvious answer. But then sometimes it ends up being mm-hmm. that no one gives the obvious answer. So yeah, it was, I don't know, it was a fun little party game. Uh, I think we're going to pick it up, like, for family vacation, or family uh, holidays and stuff. Um but I'm always looking for new, like, card games and things like that to play with people. So if you've got any suggestions, let me know. Um, most likely we've played them, but there's always new ones that pop up. Uh, aside from that, I don't think there really has been anything. I didn't I didn't get anything new. Um, yeah, if I think of anything else, I'll let you know. But it's been a blur of a week, honestly, so I can't really remember. Ben, what have you been up to? Uh, uh, I played uh, a lot of... Sorry, I'm trying to get my Gooigi-ness out of me. Um, Gross. I played a lot of Luigi's Mansion 3. <sighs> uh, I've been playing Luigi's Mansion 3. The game has so much charm. I love playing it. Oh my god, I love it. The best part of it is when you suck up ghosts and you basically... Uh, there's a. I think I might have said this last time. But you can slam the ghost, like you get up to you to hit, hit the A button up to four times. And the best part is either slamming them through a table, and I hear Jim Ross's voice in the in my head, like, "By God, he's already dead!" And then Jerry the King Lard comes in, but Jim, he's but Jr. He's been dead. It's it's great. Um, 
But also, you can slam them into other ghosts, and they'll pancake them, taking off their health. It's great. Um, uh, so, but now going into it, I actually officially got to the Guiji stuff, and it's basically like having co-op without actually having co-op. And he's pretty neatly into implemented. Uh, like, like as they show in the trailers, he can go through like clear gates, or he can walk through spikes. And uh, if you are using the suck motion on your uh, Poltergust, you can then switch back to regular Luigi or vice versa and basically so like there's like a puzzle that requires you to both do the propeller thing at the same time the good the propeller thing um the poltergust at the same time you could do that you just have to press it while they're doing the uh pushing air out and it'll do it or the other way where you're sucking in uh so it's nice it's fun i've done a couple boss battles the boss battles are super fun they're not hard like i mean there's no there's been no hard boss battles in, in any of the previous two games. But they're just, like, full of charm. Like, I fought one that was, like, in the Knights... Like, in a, um... You know those, like... There's not a lot of them, but, like, you see, like, those, like, restaurants that are, like, medieval theme where, like, they have the big joust thing and you get, like, big tables... Like that, you fight in there and the crowd's booing you and... Oh, it's great. It's just... It's so much fun. Um, it's... That, that's all I can really say about this game. It's just fun. Uh, the best part about it is is that for people who complained about... The mission aspect from uh, Dark Moon, it's pretty much gone. So I thought, I assume because Egad sets up his um, his lab at the, in the basement of the hotel, that you would constantly have to get back and forth. And I was just doing that manually. The game never told me to come get there. But then, like, about a little bit after he you get introduced to that, he basically gives you a teleporter and just says, you can come back whenever, and, like, you can use your coins to... Uh, your money, rather, not coins, although you can get coins, to, you know, to get some things. By the way, there's no up, there's seemingly no upgrades in this, in this one, like the last one had, where you would, like, as you progress, EGAD would give you, like, a new thing. You don't get that. You pretty much get, so far, you've gotten everything you get within the first hour or so. Um, and you use your money, which, by the way, this game throws cash at you. Like, I don't know if I talked about it last time. This, this game will throw money at you. It's ridiculous. Um, so... I don't know if it's going to be like the first game where, you know, the overall end goal is uh, getting the mansion. But, I mean, here, maybe Luigi buys the hotel at the end of it all and he becomes the new owner. Um, but so far, you use currency to either, like, unlock uh, gem locations um, or and there's two other things. Oh, get, like, an extra life, a dog bone. So if you if you lose, uh, the, the, the ghost puppy will come out and lick you and that'll wake Luigi up, Cute. which I, it's adorable. It's adorable, which sometimes like, you know what? I want to die. Come get me ghost dog. Um, he's great. I named him Gus in my, in my head cannon. That dog's name is Gus. He looks like a Gus. Um, so, but yeah, th- and then there was another boss that was like, like, like it was basically Beethoven. Like he was, oh, it's just so much fun. Like, it's, and the thing about it is I saw somebody tweet about this, that, like, this is going to be low-key somebody's game of the year. I don't know about my game of the year, personally, but I really am enjoying it, and all the nice, sweet Nintendo polish that they put. They put a lot of effort into this game, is what I'm saying. It's a good year um, for games. It's hard to decide. Yeah, yeah, and I was, the thing is, I wasn't expecting from this game anything in this game at all. Like, I was like, I'm probably going to enjoy it, but I love this game. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to, I haven't played it more just because... I picked up Dragon Quest, well, I continue to spin Dragon Quest, and every time I want to put that game down, it does something to come back. But yeah, enough Luigi Mansion, go buy it. You don't need to play the other games to uh, to get anything, you know. That's the beauty of it. 
Uh, oh, and um, they I did. You can capture booze like again, like the first two games. Except this time, instead of like, uh, I think in the first game you would look at the Game Boy a horror, and it would like flash a certain light to let you know if a boo was in a certain object. I can't remember how you found booze in the second game. I think you had to make objects appear, and like in those objects, the booze would be. This time, you have to use. You can either use Gui- the, the the protoplasm that is Guiji. You can either go by the judgment of the poltergeist because the closer you are to a boo, your poltergeist will start shaking. Also, simultaneously, if you let Guiji out of his cage and let him be a sentient being like he wants to be, let him out. Um, he will vibrate as well when he's near a boo, and you can capture boos. Uh, so there's that, and they also have a layers boo pun. So if you love those in the first two games, it's back. Uh, uh, but yeah, um, you don't have to go back to the uh, to EGAD again. You get a fast travel point where you can easily just click a button on the on the on the pause screen that'll take you back. And then I thought, okay, maybe it's gonna have me start out from the basement. No, it it's literally and it's the portal thing from. Luigi's Mansion 2, where he would exit Egad's little home base to take him to a specific part of the mansion. Um, and one last thing. The best part about, like, say if you want to buy the gem locators, because sometimes the gems aren't always easy to spot. Buying the gem locator is one thing, but it doesn't tell you how to do the puzzle, and I love that. So I bought one just to see, you know, what it does. Like, okay, well, there's a gem in this room. Okay, but where is it? And then it's up to you to figure that that part out. And I like that. That's That's a little bit of cutting down my time to figure something out and i can just use that energy to figure out the puzzle and then i figure out the puzzle and all the, all the uh all the gems now are like different like kinds instead of like your typical ones like the beethoven boss fight I, I did the gems in that level are all musical notes and they're all cool and shiny and pretty and it's great it's great luigi's mansion 3 is great okay it's great it's getting overlooked by too much other stuff, and that's a shame. It deserves more uh, lookers. It's just there's too much stuff out there. Um, but of course, I gotta get. I gotta give y'all my weekly Dragon Quest Eleven update. Hmm. Um, I kind of want to do spoilers for this one, but I kind of don't. But I kind of do. Hmm. You can. That's fine. Basically, can... shit hit the fan, like hard. So. Uh, you. I found all the six orbs that you use to go to Yggdrasil. I lo- I find it funny. Two out of the last three JRPGs I played, uh, the World Tree is like a main focal point, and I love that. Uh, so I go to Yggdrasil, and it's great. It's this. Magi- it's possibly my favorite version of Yggdrasil in any video game. It's this big ass majestic tree. Um, the game kind of teases me a little bit because you. I thought I was gonna go off the Rainbow Bridge. Uh, cause it, it spawns out, but no, it's just, you're just instantly up there. I'm like, oh, I want to climb up the rainbow bridge, but you don't. Um, so like you're there, you, 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 like you go to this town that basically considers you Jesus cause you're the second coming. You're the hero who will slay the dark one. You learn a little bit about your past or your past incarnation. And it's like all this cool stuff. It's all happy, good stuff. And you go to the heart of Yggdrasil and you see the the sword of light. And it's like, oh, yeah. And then everything goes bad. Like in an instant. Um, uh, one of the boss, one of the guys, one of the uh, lieutenants that have been following you surprisingly showed up out of nowhere and proceeds to kick all your asses. And I immediately thought, oh, my God, this is um, 
the the villain um Mortigan that's the villain's name which oddly enough once you learn about who you really are and your connection to Jade the the blonde purple haired girl, woman you you only hear him mentioned but you never see him he's kind of and he's not even like a uh, like an overshadowing boss he's an afterthought it's like it's kind of like the game kind of seems like oh, okay you're going to go kick the bad guys ass you're going to get the magical sword you're going to do it but then um this guy comes in one of the one of the uh, the from the first city that you went to he's been chasing you down ever since he comes in and all of a sudden he has a fucking power upgrade you can't touch him you can't kill him you can't hurt him anything then um sir hendrick his his partner comes in and basically says look and he comes with the king and you know just for things to get worse the king who had you arrested and wanted you killed in the first part of the game who takes you to the dark spawn uh and he's like see my king he's evil we have to kill him. We have to stop him. So Sir Hendrick is kind of on your side. Then Sir Hendrick gets stabbed in the back by the king. And the king, it turns out, was Mortigan this entire time. So that's why he's manipulating events from, from that point of view. To make people believe that you are the Darkspawn. That you, the reason why evil shit's happening is because you were born. And to get people to turn against you. So not only does Mortigan... Uh, stomp everybody around because you don't even get to fight him. It's all one fancy cutscene. You don't even get to fight him. He uh, he rips the power of the luminary from the Dragon Quest here from the from the hero, and he breaks the sword, and Yggdrasil falls from the World Tree. Like it's it, it's like I hate to equivalent this because this is kind of like it, it's kind of bad, but I can't think of another comparison. It was like watching. The one of the towers fall in uh, in from from like September 11th. If it like the way they had it wide angled out and how the tree fell and how everything goes to darkness, it felt like that. Like everything just went bad. It's it's like when Kefka. So you're saying the explosions came from within? Oh god, I didn't realize. Oh shit. Oh no 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 no! You're gonna edit that part out. Um, <laughs> I will not give credence to that conspiracy theory. Um, so in in a way, it very much reminded me of when you're at the um, what's Justin? What's that place in front of his sister when you confront Kefka the flo- the floating island? I think floating continent, floating continent. It's like that, but not as dark from the start because you you know, that's it, it kind of it's like that to me is when the game's successful when you're like I'm having and and again I'm having fun. The, the world is lush. I love all these pe- all these characters, you know, and then like. Now bad shit's happening, and basically, you get your, like I said, you get your ass to stop my Morgan. The sword breaks, Idrisil falls, you don't have the power of Luminary, and you all get scattered across the world. You know, basically Thanos wins. So the bad guys won, and the world is in ruin. I love and it was, like Yeah. And uh, it, it was like, oh my, I couldn't believe it. Because I kept, like, maybe, maybe I should have expected it, but, like, the game did a great job of luring me into a false sense of security of... Everything's all right. I got this. I faced. I've defeated every other challenge my way. Why shouldn't? Why? Sh- oh, he's here. Oh, he's. Oh, he did that. Oh, oh, it's, it's over. But now I'm actually into the. I think this is new exclusive content for the Switch version where because they hyped it up where you actually get to see what the characters were doing after the fall of the World Tree. Um. So so far I've only played as Silvando. And Jade, where you kind like J- basically, Savando wakes up, um, I-, I think in the middle of the ocean, I think, or something like that. 
And he basically goes around to like the southern part of the world. Um, I think Gondolia and um, it's like a horse pun for one of the cities. I can't remember it right now. It basically is like, well, I, if I know my friends aren't dead, they can't be dead. So I'm going to go around and help people and bring smiles to them. He basically becomes like a beacon of hope. And Jade sort of does a similar thing. It, it's nice. Like, it, it's nice. You get to flesh out those characters, their characters a little bit. You get to learn a little bit more about them and see how the world is reacting to basically hope dying when you see the world tree die. Because in, in this version, this game's version, uh, the way they equivalent is that everybody's soul is in the world tree. It's like, it's a, it's a sacred thing. So to see it fall, like it's fucked everybody up. Everybody's sad. Everybody's depressed. You know, monsters are running around evil. Oddly enough, the monsters aren't harder. Like, I, like they have red eyes now, but maybe I'm over-leveled. But when I went to a monster fight, like, it, t- it took less turns because I was in older areas and I kicked their asses no problem. So I was expecting a difficulty spike, but it's fine. That's one of my favorite it's things about Final Fantasy VI. It's like a lot of the enemies are just ridiculously overpowered now. And there's like the, you know, the uber enemies, like... When you're randomly going through and like Leviathan attacks your boat, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, so I mean, not have that, I mean, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, so far, I mean, again, the team is still separated. Like now, it's basically them sort of getting their bearings and trying to get back to each other because they all think they're all still alive. At least I haven't gone through all of them yet. Like I said, I once I ended, I finished Silvanos and Jades. I was about to start Eric's before I had to stop for the day. Um, but I like I I. I, I this game just can't get any better for me. Like when I say that, it just does. Like it just keeps impressing me in every single way possible. And now I want to kick Mordigan's ass because now it does. Now it did the thing where I wish more video games did. Where like now I have a reason to kick the villain's ass instead of oh you're just generic bad guy who needs to die. Now I have an actual reason. And it's now for- it's personal. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The dude stole my power. Like he took what makes me good. And I need to kick his ass for it. So he stole your mojo. He stole he he stole, the baby stole my mojo. Um, I like those so yeah. stories that write you into a <laughs> like write themselves into a corner and then spend the rest of the time like getting out of that corner. You know? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's great. It's it's so much fun. Uh, I wish we weren't doing pockets. So I could play more, <laughs> but I'll probably play after this. It's it's like it's just one of those games where when I start playing, I can't stop. Uh, it's 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 a wonderful game, uh, but that's that's all I've played. Like I I didn't touch Damon X Machina. Um, I I just the Luigi's Mansion three and, and 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 Dragon Quest eleven is just have me by the balls in a very very good way. They're both beautiful. It feels, feels good. Yes, it There's is. They're both beautiful ball. games. We can move on. <laughs> okay, I'll 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 hear what you said in. Post, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, yeah, I've just been playing Destiny. Surprise. Iron Banner's cool. here. I was kicking ass, and then we had to go and record. Unfortunately. Uh. <laughs> I'm the one that has Wait, a trip some... tomorrow. Y'all can stop complaining. I'm devoted. <laughs> oh, I had to stop playing no, my video good. games to do a podcast. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you can still play the video games on on the plane. It's like an so. hour and a half flight. It's I'm not even still. Gonna... I probably actually will play some Dragon Quest Eleven, but still. 
Um, yeah, I played some more Outer Worlds. Still haven't gotten off to put the first planet. Oh, hit. Uh, <laughs> I'm just doing all the side quests and stuff. Oh shit, I played Smash. I'm sorry. There's not many side quests there. No. There's like there's like three that I've done. <laughs> That's it. Again, I haven't played so a whole lot made, of this. Like, the I'm big decision yet? No, I haven't made the big decision huh. yet. Because yeah, it only takes like a few hours to do that. Again, I've been playing a lot of Destiny. I have a Destiny podcast on Lost Record. Um, yeah. You also have another yeah, gaming podcast was... where you only talk about Destiny. <laughs> exactly. Uh, ben, what have you been up to? Oh, I mean, like the all the I completely forgot about it. Just uh, was Terry. I played Smash for Terry Bogart. Yeah, um, that's what I meant. Yeah, he's great. He's super fun. Um, his stage is is possibly the most chaotic eight player stage ever. Oh, and man. if you don't, yeah, it's 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 because it's basically a steel cage. So one of the cool things it does, it's a, match? kind of. Um, so it's a flat plane, and you have uh, KOF characters in the background. Which, by the way, my Shiranui is not in there because she was smashes all oh, to quote Sakurai. Smash Ultimate is for good go- good boys and good girls. She's too sexy. And also Bayonetta. Yeah, also yeah. Um Yeah. How can you have Bayonetta and it, then I, not have I, I chalk it up too as like cause they could have easily have done things with him like she's just a background character. Do we want to put development time into that? No, she's just cut. I my headcanon is that she's in the deal that are alive six tournament, so she can't come visit Terry. That's my headcanon to it. See, uh, I think of it as like they have like a, a horny threshold. And like Bayonetta gets very close to that threshold. Mai is over that. Right, she's literally. Like, I, I feel like they have a quota they have to yeah. reach, and Bayonetta took the entire. Quota. Yeah. So like you know, you you got you got Bayonetta, <laughs> you got Zero Suit Samus, you got Donkey Kong. Like you can't put Mai in there too. Yeah, which it by passes the, way, the horny the, threshold. The best part of it is seeing so much Mai Shiranui fan art. I don't think I've ever seen this much fan art. And seeing some, like, going to certain discords and Reddit threads where young boys and young girls were discovering who Mai Shiranui was and, like, welcome to us Good in 2000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. It sucks that she's not in there because she's the Chun-Li of SNK, but whatever. But, Terry, but anyways, like I was saying, so... Uh, his stage, he, at the, it's not like, even though it's a flat plane, you can't just walk off the edge. It's like a like a barrier there. And it's basically a reference to old Fatal Fury games where certain one of them, you could actually have ring outs and you can break the barrier. And like one of them, like you can knock a guy into a subway uh, or knock a guy into the water, uh, which is weird for a 2D fighter. You don't think about ring outs, but it was in Fatal Fury like two or three. I don't remember. Max was doing a whole legacy of that. But it was super dope. And I think that's a reference to that where... So if you knock an opponent into the barrier, it won't crack immediately. But the more you do it, it creates this awesome crashing sound. And then, then you hear the, you know, the typical smash thing. Uh, and with eight players in it, like I said, it's super dope. Terry himself is super great. He feels great. Um, it feels good to chain some of that stuff together. I think if you play Ryu and Ken, you'll feel right at home. Um, there's so much effort into, into him. It's not even funny. You can do his uh, power wave or his power wave in the air now, which you never could do in older SNK and any other SNK game before. Uh, he actually has two side specials. Uh, forward B gives the uh, power knuckle or burn knuckle rather, and his left B gives you uh, uh, I can't remember. I'm, why am I blanking on the move? Bust uh, crack shoot, which is the le- sort of the leg thing. Um, you and you can and yes, uh, you can actually still do the. Um, 
the command inputs for those as well. Uh, and his smash and his final smash is really really cool. Uh, like they put a lot of like Sakurai and his team put a lot of effort into Terry Bogard. And while SNK or Fatal Fury will not be the biggest franchise in Smash, um, I'm glad that he's here. It it feels more complete now. All right, uh, Ben, I'm gonna ask. You probably don't know, and I'm probably gonna say it wrong. But does it have like that power overhead? Uh, um, power dunk. Where like he does the thing where he like jumps up. And yeah, does, power like, dunk. Superman that's his up beat. That's his up beat. Power dunk. Yeah, it's a nice, nice. I love that move. Bust a wolf. He he does like two moves for his final smash, but it ends with <clears throat> Bust a wolf. And oh my god, I love I love Terry's yelling. It's so great. Just hearing him do the commands is so, so great. I heard his classic uh, run is really good, too. It's so good. It's all basically like like how you would do a King of Fighters thing where it's uh, you fight three characters, and they're all themed like in like in KOF. Like you would have Team USA, mm. Team Japan, stuff like that. Uh, I know a little bit of SNK. Shout-outs to Maximilian Dude on Twitch. Um, he doesn't need the shout-out. He's the dude's the most popular fighting game content creator out there. Yeah, but now we can put his name in the tags. No, no. <laughs> I don't ever talk about the man who got me in the fighting games at all. Uh, or made me appreciate them on a different level. Who? But yeah, Terry. Oh, by the way, 50 songs. That's 50. a lot of songs. Yeah. Which, like, I think, like, everybody, I thought he was going to get maybe, like, 8, maybe 15. No, apparently, like, there was a great meme where I saw where uh, Sakurai and his team went to the SNK. Here's 50 we would like in the game. You can narrow it down if you want. And it's just a picture of Terry looking a little derpy and SNK just saying, yes, just to all of it. And it's a lot of KOF. Jeez. There's some Metal Slug in there. There's some Samurai Showdown in there. It's it's like, <laughs> I feel, and then it made me feel bad because Cloud has two. Like, it made me feel bad in that. And didn't they add like one or two more for Hero? I don't remember that. Hero got 11 or got a couple. I don't remember if they added any more. Hero and Joker had about the same amount. Um, Banjo had a good amount, but f- no, none of them, none of them, co- not, some of the regular Smash characters don't even have 50 tracks. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yo, yeah, I, I, so like, good. you said that was a meme, but I actually read that, like, he went to SNK with 50 songs that, like, were his ideal, assuming they'd narrow it down to, like, 10, and they just gave him all 50. Yeah, well, it was just like a derpy, t- like SNK just saying. No, yes, no, but like that's actually what happened. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great. Shout- I mean, like, what I love that SNK is more relevant now than they've ever been, probably mm-hmm. even back in the '90s in their heyday, and it's it's so cool. Like Sakurai pulled out a Neo Geo, which probably no hardly anybody knows what the fuck that thing is, and he pulled out a Neo Geo portable. Oh, it was so great! You could tell Sakurai was just nerding about oh, yeah. about Neo Geo and SNK. Ah, oh, it's awesome. Makes it, it made me want to play uh, SNK, but yeah, Terry Bogart's great. Uh, Between telling I'll everyone to play Banjo Kazooie on an Xbox and like like shilling the Neo Geo, Sakurai is a homie, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a cool. Dude. He probably I mean, he probably went to the arcades a lot and played a lot of King of Fighters and Fatal Fury. Like you, a- a- anybody who didn't watch the direct because it was too early, because I because like, I was like forty five minutes. What is what is Sakurai? Because I thought they were going to like tease a character. Like no, no, dude, literally schools you in like Fatal Fury, SNK stuff, and Terry's move said and references. Like it, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah. 
I just got into work and you're like, oh yeah, there's like this, you started talking about terror. Yeah. I was like, what? Like, same. the day hasn't started yet. <laughs> well, because no news had come out about it or anything and you were already like shilling him. And I was like, so I tried to look it up and I still couldn't find it. So I was like, I'll just find it later. And then I got busy and never got back to it. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of uh, Super Smash Brothers, uh, we have their Smash-alike, Brawlhalla. Oh, and news. WWE okay. are doing a crossover. This is so weird. This is weird. Uh, I guess they need more characters, so they're Do just they? going out and trying to get a bunch of license. I don't know who they have in there anymore. They only have, like, five characters with different skins for... You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, five yeah, different types of yeah. characters. And they just put whoever... I think that's why they can have so many. It's because, like, yeah, they all play it, the it, same. Pretty much, yeah. And their skins are uh, stupid, ridiculously expensive. Yeah. So let's see here. Uh, if you want to get involved, the following WWE Superstar Epic crossover will be available for 300 Mammoth coins each, which, by the way, I, I hate that they made it like a free-to-play thing. Yeah. Uh, so they have Macho Man Randy Savage, uh, The Undertaker, Oscar, uh, and Roman Reigns. No John Cena, surprisingly. No John Cena, no Seth Rollins. You know what? He's there. Some of them are already in there. It says, uh, see those those ones... Joining the likes of The Rock, John Cena, Becky Lynch, and Xavier Woods. Oh, so this is another... Uh, okay. So this is like a second wave. Damn, I thought this was new because I... I vaguely remember Xavier Woods. Woods being part of it. Because he was like tweeting out like, hey, I'm in a game. Oh, okay. But I didn't know <laughs> Did all I these so others. Yeah, I ran into a Russian Brawlhalla player when I, the, with the, the day I was coming back from Combo Breaker two years ago, uh, last year. He was competing at a tournament that was happening in Austin that this that coming weekend. He rec- so it's like the Brawlhalla has a scene. Uh, like a lot of people play it, I just don't because uh, Smash exists. Mm-mm, moving on, I played uh, it when it was new, but when it went free to play, I kind of lost interest because like all of the characters became locked away. Yeah, yeah, kind of sucked. Uh, all right. <laughs> Square Enix is working on a new next-gen action game IP for high-definition consoles. Did we talk about this one already? No. no. I feel like this is just a generic Square Enix thing. Like, I feel well, like this... it's like yeah. the the reason it's news is because this is the team that's making Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, is they it? finally pulled everyone off of Kingdom Hearts 3 to work full-time on, on Remake, and now it has a release date and, you know, whatever, it's actually coming, it exists. And now they're pulling part of that team away. They say it's coming. When they're putting out one part (laughs) in like, you know, five months or whatever. Like, why? (laughs) Just let them work on that game and get it out in less than five years. No, it's not coming out. They're going to have to push the release date back. Don't, don't, no, no, I can't. I need Square Enix is so poorly run. Oh, you can say that about a lot of Japanese video game companies. Yeah, but they're definitely, like, the worst. No, no, I would still say Sega's worse, uh, just because of their shit. Because at least Square manages to put out a Final Fantasy uh, a Final Fantasy game or something every now and then. Sega's just like, yeah, whatever. Just put out Sonic again. Square Enix restructured its development staff into 11 divisions back in 2013. Each division operates independently with autonomy over each project it creates. However, Square Enix announced to investors in February it's planned to streamline the varied divisions down to four in order to more effectively manage resources across its teams. So basically they made this change six years ago. They've put out 
not that many games in that time, and now they're fixing it because it didn't work. That's not good. It's not good. No, no, it's not, but... Uh, Speaking of a well-run company, Sony, uh, we have Shuhoi Yoshida isn't Sony's head worldwide. I feel like we talked about this one already, or was there there another dude who left? There's been a lot of people lately. Okay. Like, Sony America, I think, got a new boss, and, you know, Reggie retired, obviously. There was another one, I think, and yeah. All these uh, generation, like, we're in a generational shift here. Yeah. With all these people leaving. But this is a weird one. Like, Shuhei is Sony. Like, he's the guy. This would be like if Phil Spencer left Xbox. Um... But what's weirder is the guy taking his place is the Guerrilla Games co-founder, uh, Herman Holst. What? Yeah. Like, I know okay. that's a second party, like a major second party Sony studio, but to suddenly run the entire company is a little strange. Yeah. Uh, is that all he's done? Is this just Guerrilla? Uh, I mean, he's the co-founder and has been working for them ever since. Okay. Uh, Holster has been serving as the studio's managing director. So, yeah. Alright. Well, we'll see how this goes, I guess. Yeah. Oh, there's more to this, though. Sorry, I forgot. Uh, the reason Shuhei is leaving is he's, uh, heading up a... Where is it? I'm trying to find the quote. Um... He's heading up a new initiative to ensure PlayStation better supports independent developers. Uh, So they're realizing that they're losing the fight right now with indies because of the Switch, mostly. So they're just building this new, like, branch of their company, I guess, that Shuhei is going to be running. Um, Which is kind of weird. But I guess he loves them. It says, everybody knows just how passionate Shu is about independent games. They are the lifeblood of the industry, making our content portfolio so special for our gamers. These wildly creative experiences deserve focus and a champion like Shu at PlayStation who will ensure the entire SIE Sony some interactive entertainment maybe, uh, organization works better works together to better engage with independent developers through a culture of supporting and celebrating their contributions to PlayStation platforms. So yeah, he's not leaving PlayStation, but this feels like a demotion, right? <laughs> yeah, he's not the he's not the runner anymore. Yeah, this could be like a retirement thing, you know? Like he's staying on just to do this, but he's effectively retired. <clears throat> But, is that how the like Japanese run their companies? They have their they don't really guy. fire you. You kind of just get put into other lower positions. Yeah. Okay. You just get sunsetted. I'd rather get sunsetted and get fired, honestly, because <laughs> at least I'm still getting paid. No, man, it's better to burn out than to fade away. I was about to go <laughs> grimdark right there, but I chose not to. Just to let the audience know. Don't worry, I'll, I'm proud I'll of take you. It. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of the Asian portion of the gaming industry, China, China bans kids from video games after 10 p.m. sets a daily time limit. Uh, Chinese government has introduced new regulations that limit when children can play video games and the amount of money they can spend on microtransactions. Uh, as reported by the New York Times, Yokotaku, Chinese National Press and Publication Administration, 
said the measures aim to benefit the physical and mental health of minors. The law became effective as of Tuesday this week, stating anyone under the age of 18 cannot play games for more than 90 minutes a day from Monday through Friday. On weekends and holidays, that number is slackened slightly to three hours. Uh, the weekend time limit seems stricter. Like 90 minutes a day during the week when you've got like school and work and stuff isn't that bad. That's probably about I, how much I play on the weekday. But three hours on the weekends? Come on, man. I feel like three hours is all, all like for each day individually for the kids and all. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, you have all day then. Like, during the week, yeah. you have maybe, like, four to five hours of free time at night, at most. Uh, since you're also included in the measures are a curfew that forbids young people Fuck from you. playing games between the hours of 10 p.m. and 8 a.m., uh, <laughs> and, and a limit on the amount of kids can spend on DLC and microtransaction. The figure varies depending on how old the player is, but it works up to be 28 to $57 a month. Uh, law will be enforced in ensuring minors register their real names and identification numbers. When that can never be abused. <laughs> this Chinese video game market will be one of the most heavily regulated in the world. Uh, yeah, China cracking down on video games, guys. When they just opened them up to everyone. Like, yeah. imagine this. You are a reformed drug addict, but you really want that fix. And suddenly they're like, hey, you can have drugs again. So you, of course you go hard, you know. And then they're like, oh, actually, you can only have, like, one drug a day. I'm sorry. Like, Wait, we- you mean I can't play Destiny for eight hours a day? Right. What is this? Yeah, it's like we 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 have to we have to start controlling your drug intake. I'm sorry, which this is a bad example because like don't do drugs, but also it's just you know the most extreme I can think of. Um, and so it's like you were clean for years, you know, you don't have to worry about it, and then suddenly you could go hard, and then they're like, nope, hold on now. <laughs> this is like the really bad example. Shut up. <laughs> so it's like. I'm saying here that it's not the... Hey, congrats, you were clean, you didn't have to do drugs. Oh, wait, you got your drug addiction back, we need to take it away. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's what it is. Like, they're, the problem they're seeing is they're like, now that you have games, you're wanting to play them all the time. And of course, they're great. Like, games are awesome. Drugs aren't awesome, don't do drugs. Um, but it's not the government's job to... I know, this is a mess, Whatever. It's not the government's job to regulate what people do with their time, whether it's video games or drugs. It's <laughs> drugs, drugs. Stop drugs. saying drugs. Some are drugs. good, some are bad. <laughs> drugs, drugs, drugs. Ask your uh, mom and dad. What's that from? It's an old '80s PSA, I think. Oh, it oh sounded familiar. Anyway, this is stupid. Like, I'm, I'm fully aware that like we need regulation on things blah 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 like that's fine but uh, let let kids have fun there's an extent to the regulation right like this is this is something parents should do the chinese government in general has way too much control over everything as we've seen in other parts oh it's like they're not it's like the totalitarian or something the fact that i read out that chinese people have identification numbers yeah i mean like we have id numbers but it's not like actual like id you know what i mean it's not like right nah 
Give it a give it a few get a few more years in the Trump's presidency. Imagine if like Boopmaster sixty nine had to like make his his actual like you know Call of Duty name like John Smith instead. Like he would, I mean, sure he wouldn't trash talk your mom so much, but nah, he would. Would he? Yeah, he probably. Would. That's like it. It, all, it makes me think of like the um like the sites where you have to <laughs> register your Facebook. And so oh, it's yeah, like your Facebook real name comments. is out there. Yeah. And like it yeah. links back to your Facebook profile. And some people are still the worst, but that's probably just who they are. For the most part, it really cuts into like the amount of people that like either, you know, engage in those forums or cuts out the types of things they say. And you could say that's a good thing. But when it comes to video games, it just feels like a slippery slope. I I don't know. It, this all it feels dirty. Like everything China is doing right now feels dirty. Are we gonna? Are, is this gonna become a weekly thing? We we dunk on the Chinese yeah. government because I'm down. I think it should. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, I don't get fired. Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll I'll still sneak into China to take out whoever fired you. Yeah. Sure. Okay. If they catch on, you can just start cutting it out, and we can just use it for our sake, you know? A good vent sesh. Uh, let's see here. I don't know. I don't have transitions this week. So, Anthem gets Mass Effect armors and emotes for N7 Day. This is weird. And also depressing. Uh, why? I don't know. It's Bioware. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's just like, it just reminded me of all the good times and like how I'll probably never get that eye again. That's all. Casey Hudson says they have more stories to tell. Yeah, but do I want them to tell those stories? You know? Probably, do you believe those not. stories? I don't know. Like, I, I want to believe. Like, I do. But, like, even if, the, like, it just made me sad. And Seven Day was sad because I just got reminded of all, like, all the, that universe and how awesome it was. And even though it wasn't always the best polished, looking at you, Mass Effect 1, it was so fun to play around with. And considering the state Bioware is in right now, it's, it, it, to me, it just, it's just anything. I, anytime I hear anything about Bioware, it's just, it just feels sad. Yeah, I get it, but also this is weird. Like, hey, uh, remember Bio? Remember Mass Effect? Remember, remember our good games? Like yeah, Mass Effect. <laughs> I mean, your armors look pretty uh, cool, like the Tally one specifically. I, I, yeah, no, they look cool. I used the Mass Effect yeah. three armor in Dead Space three so hard. But also, like, there's not really any reason to uh, get these armors, because Anthem's not a game. No. It's a game. It's just not a very popular one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so you have four different um, armors here. One for Garrus, Tally, Rex, and Yara. By the way, go watch Matt McMuscles' uh, What Happened on Anthem. It's really good. Oh, yeah, I still need to watch that. That's so good. So hard, so sad. He had one on Mass Effect Andromeda too, right? Yeah, he did that one recently. Yeah. So, so depressing, yet so informative. Oh my mm-hmm. god. I love the What uh, Happened series. That's great. Yeah. All right. Um, that's that. Xbox's XO19 event. Over 24 playable titles will be on the show floor. Cool. This is more just an awareness thing, because there'll be more information after it happens on the 14th? Yeah, next week. This is here. Xbox Game Studios will have eight games on the show floor, including Rare's Battletoads reboot, 
uh, Minecraft Dungeons and Bleeding Edge from Ninja Theory, which, by the way, they bought Ninja Theory. Mm-hmm. Just reminding you. Uh, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> uh, Microsoft is also bringing its most popular franchises to the show with Gears 5 and Halo Master Chief Collection. Probably the PC version. Cause that's mm-hmm. Is that that's that not out yet? No. No. Oh. It's still in testing. Okay. I want to play. Uh, so the full list is Age of Empires 2, Battletoads, Bidding Edge, Cyber Shadow. Uh, that sounds cool. Uh, Doom, Doom Eternal, Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot, uh, Forager, Forza 4, Lego Speed Champions. They always have like some weird Lego thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or there's a Halo Micro Machines Machine, one, I think. Gears 5, too. Haven, Levelhead, Flight Simulator, Minecraft Dungeons, Fogs, Project Resistance, Roller Champions, She Dreams Elsewhere, Skatebird, Jedi Skatebird. <laughs> and Street Trees 4, and Good Life, and Tunic, and Oasteland 3. Tunic's cool, too. It's like a cute little, like, uh, fox uh, Zelda clone. Like, you yeah. play as a fox with, like, a, a little tunic and, like, a sword, and you're going Is around. Tunic out? No. I don't think so. But they changed the name of it, so it's confu- I forget that's that game. But they were showing it off a while, uh, like, a few years ago, when it was uh, still in concept. But now it's called Tunic. I forget what it was called originally. But it's so cool. I want it. Um, yeah, it's still TBD. Okay. But there was... Some, they'll probably give it like a release date and stuff here. Um, but aside from that just being a good list of games, um, I saw some rumors going around about uh, Ukulele, the Platonic, being bought by Microsoft, possibly. And they kind <laughs> they didn't specifically say no to that. They put out a statement saying that they're not working on a Banjo-Kazooie game. Because that was another rumor. Um, but they're definitely working with Microsoft on something. Yeah, I hope it's just a partnership and not outright bought out, because we saw what happened the last time. Agreed. But, I mean, they just bought, uh, Psychonauts. That... Double Fine? Yeah, they just bought Double Fine. And, remember, they buried Psychonauts 1. But now they bought... What is it again? Double Fine. Thank you. Double Fine, right before Psychonauts 2. And uh, that guy, Tim Schaefer? Schaefer, yes. Has been very adamant about, like, I know know what happened last time. It's not going to happen again. It's okay. So, I mean, they've learned their lessons in a lot of ways. What if it happens again? It might happen again. (laughs) But I assume they've learned their lessons. I, I trust Microsoft a lot more than I used to, honestly. Because yeah, Sony's kind of going downhill in a lot of ways, and Microsoft's building themselves back up. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, where am I now? Also, Skateboard uh, looks rad. I have no idea what Skateboard is. It's exactly what it sounds like. Is it a burn on a skateboard? Yeah. All right, it sounds good. Honk honk. It's great. It was. I think it was in a uh, <laughs> Nintendo Direct recently. Wrong bird, Ben. Oh. That's Skateboard. <laughs> Uh, so this is Untitled Skate Goose Game. Okay, so there's this random tweet thread by this guy named Daniel Ahmed, uh, senior analyst at Nico Partners. Uh, it says here, take two further clarify that the Switch version of Outer, Wa- uh, Outer Worlds will release in. Uh, is that fiscal year 2020? Yes. Okay. You work for Which a means... company that has fiscal years. Come on. I never see FW written out. 
I could be fall year 2020. Years, fiscal years, fiscal years end at the end of March. So that means that Outer yeah, Worlds is going to be not... out before March 31st, 2020. This oh story God, was for you, Ben. I'm for hitting economics lesson. <laughs> no, you don't. You literally no, don't have I, to. I got to dunk on you sometimes. Yes, I do. Gross. Um, but T-back, aside T-back, from this, they also said... That. In that call, that uh, the Outer Worlds has been a critical and commercial success with sales exceeding expectations. So yeah, a new, an awesome new IP has done Yay. very well, and it sounds like they're really trying to get the Switch version out there to get an even more audience. <laughs> it it's an Outer Worlds guy for Smash. How, how about Stretcher guy for Smash? Wow. What. This is actually a new Nintendo IP, so it's possible. <laughs> how about how about the I would be okay with Parvati for Smash. For Smash. Parvati's great. Boom. Mind blown. She's your first I companion in the Outer Worlds, I and don't she's adorable. Really care. She's don't voiced by Ashley Birch. Yeah, oh. she's great. Can you? Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I look forward to playing this game in March. Why not? Because I can't. Oh, remake. Am, I to, am I supposed to dislike uh, the vicar? Yes, he's the worst. Why is he? Why is he my companion then? Because you have like six of them, and you can only take two, so you could box him if you want. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll finish he's his companion quest, but that's the only I reason. Talk to leave. I know he sucks. I mean, you can, you don't have to take him. He's the worst. You can leave him uh, behind, or you can tell him to leave at any no, time. No, I have to collect him and put him on a shelf. <laughs> You gotta catch them all. <laughs> no, I don't Watch. think you will. No, he, he sucks. He's the worst. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. No. Okay, all it's right. great. I, I a lot of the companions are great. Playing this game whenever it releases. Sorry, it. do your stretcher story. No. Okay, fine. Uh, circling back around to my um, awesome segue from before. Uh-huh. Uh, stretcher guy for Smash. <laughs> Stetcher's new Nintendo IP uh, has been revealed. It uh, looks in this, great. You play as uh, basically ambulance drivers. Ambulance guys. A pair of ambulance drivers. Yes. And I guess you just run around and save people? Put them on stretchers? Yeah, it's like a like a EMT version of Crazy Taxi. Yeah, kind of. That's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> it looks kind of ugly, I'll admit. But it seems really fun. like a fun, like physics destruction type game. But when you're not in your uh, your emergency vehicle, you actually have to control both players at the same time. For real? Yeah. So it's got that kind of like human fall flat quality to it where you're just like flopping yeah. around. Um, but you can either do, you know, two players, like one controlling each character, or you can use both Joy-Con to control both players at the same time. Um, but you have to control both of them. Because like the whole deal with the stretchers is when you get out of your vehicle, you both have to pick up each side of the stretcher, carry it over to like the the you know harmed person or whatever, get them on the stretcher, and then carry them into the ambulance. And sometimes it's like going through different puzzle areas, like you know, avoiding obstacles, all kinds of stuff. Um this is so dumb. there's also like different like kind of co-op puzzle elements you have to do like platforming and cutting down a tree for some reason yep. and all kinds of weird stuff uh there's apparently you can fly 
Yeah, there's weird stuff in here. But it's such a cool co-op concept. And I love, like, the Joy-Con is a pretty simple gimmick. But I love what they're doing with it. Because yeah. it's not just about, like, hey, two people can play this at any time. It's yeah. also, like, you can try to play this by yourself. <laughs> and that's really cool. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Better version. So, of I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of... I'm curious. Like, I like these goofy little, like, pick-up-and-play two-player games. Plus, uh, it's a yeah, new, new it, Nintendo IP. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, if I had friends, I'd definitely get this game and play it with them. Like I said, you can play it by yourself. Just but hold both, nice. both Joy-Con. But I'd just be making myself mad. I want to make someone else mad. So you just want to troll. It's no wonder you yeah, have friends. Yeah, that's the entire reason for this. Maybe you'd have friends if you didn't do that. Thomas oh, sure. would be the Oh guy yeah, who would I would hate every second Mario of it. Party if we all played together at some point. He would totally like I'm about to get the star I'm about to get star. I go after the person in last place. Star right after or put him in right Mario in front Party, of the star. If I wasn't yeah. in last place. That's the type of player I am. Oh. <laughs> you want to test 50 your turns. You want to test your friendship you play fucking uh, 20 <laughs> turns of Mario Party. You'll find out who you... Oh no, no. Um You'll I'm still friends with a lot of people 30. that I used Are to play Mario me? Party with. Maybe y'all need to not be dicks. Mike? This is how, this is how Canadians are nice. We get our dick out in the video game world. You get your dicks yeah. out in video games? Yep. Hmm. In video games? Sorry. I understand where you're so excited for Death Stranding now. Hone that aggression, <laughs> unleash it in Mario uh, Party. Alright, uh, let's answer some questions that we got through Twitter. Uh, Mike, the TV. Yeah. Uh, you do it. Oh, you beat me to it. And uh, so he asked us, Mike game genre that needs more love. And I will say, the shooter looter. The schluter. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I feel like it's pretty popular oh, right shooters. now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Anthem isn't doing so hot yeah. right now. Wow. <laughs> In Division 2. <laughs> There's like one... Yeah, Borderlands I mean, 3 kind of came like, and went well, already. And Borderlands 3, yeah. I forgot that game exists. I mean, it did really well. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's but no one's like playing it. Yeah. I don't even remember the hype. Yeah. I saw but that this is already available yeah. in the Black Friday deals for like 30 bucks. That's Black Friday. Kind of tempted. Yeah. That's. Um, I would have said like third person platform platformers, mm. but those came back for a hot second there. Those are coming back, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of thinking collectathon games, but you're right, they're kind of back. They're not as good as they used to be, but they're back. <laughs> fighting games. Fighting games. There's a large resurgence in fighting games right now. They're not popular in the grand scheme of things. They're really not. Sure, but they're not popular. Mortal Kombat 11 was the There's literally an, a, a giant competitive... Event every year. Okay. Yeah, but it's and huge. Even, even was doing that even it's before, ginormous. Like that's self-funded. That's doesn't. That's not. That doesn't count. So. Yeah, that's because it's been built up over years. But like those same amount of people. Look, there's okay, a lot of fighting games, fighting and they're games very popular. They're You're talking popular. like waifu fighters. Um, they're very popular. There's a lot. No, no, trust me. Yeah. No, there's a lot. Trust me. It's hard to balance them all. Um. Yes. 
I would say old school yeah, turn-based yeah. JRPGs. That is because, like, Dragon Quest is doing it, but a lot of new RPGs don't yeah. do it because everybody gets the... Fuck, I gotta read. Dragon Quest and Persona have done a lot to bring it back, but they're kind of the exceptions yeah. to the rule right now. The JRPGs, yeah. Yeah. Like, or, like, if they do a turn-based one, mm. they have to do it like Octopath or Brave of Default, where they have to do the... Uh, Times three, times four. I just, shit, I just came up with an, uh, a genre, but like uh, basically Wing Commander t- type games, flight simulators, like basically like flight combat simulators. Oh, f- flight simulators. Oh. Like yeah. especially space. Oh hell like, yeah! Wing Commander was oh the God. dopest shit yeah. when I was a kid. I love, like, I play that all the time. Like an actual good. You know, I'll yeah, like I like even like back on the Xbox, there was shooters. like a few of those that like, came out, uh, especially like World War Two base. So you'd play like the I think it was called Secret Weapons over Normandy or something like that. Yeah, and you would play in the World War Two planes and stuff, and there would be missions, and it was really cool. Like there needs to be more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, like the Panzer Dragoons. <laughs> no, that. Panzer Dragoons on a rail. I don't count that. As <gasps> yes, a I was gonna say that you bitch. I oh, was it on rails. I never, I never played them. I mean, yeah, but it's more arcade. Yeah. That, that falls the flight simulators aren't really arcade, like shooter kind of things. They oh. don't, those don't really exist anymore. Justin, what? Okay, you cut you cut up there for a minute. Oh, did I? Or just a second? Kinda, well, my audio will be out. fine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just um, won't remember what you said. My. Uh... See, I don't know if mine counts either. Like, we've all done, like, garbage answers at first and then come around to a good one. So we'll see. I mean, my obvious answer, I guess, is Metroidvanias. Yeah, I'm not garbage. Which I feel like is pretty underrepresented right now. Are they? <laughs> no. They're everywhere. Are you kidding me? Yes. Like, well, name five in the last few years that have actually ch- been like, a Metroidvania game count. and not, they like, a roguelike or something similar. I mean, we literally did a video about Metroidvanias, and that list is still... Yeah, you did Ori. Did we? And that list is still definitive. There's been maybe (laughs) two added that are worth being on the list since then. Well, they, like... I mean, yeah, you're right. Right, that's the problem. Metroidvania is such a loose term now that it doesn't mean anything. But it's not, like... We're not getting Metroidvania games. Like, Time Spinner is a good example of a recent one. But. Yeah. Time Spinner and Bloodstained are probably right. two. And a lot of the stuff we get is, like I said, roguelikes. That's like Metroidvania elements. Or just like a. Yeah. Yo, Dead Cells is the best. I'm not going to say you Dead Cells. But it's not a Metroidvania game. About it. I'm trash. not. Yeah, but it's a roguelike. Like, trash. I'm, I'm not like arguing the definition of roguelikes. I'm arguing that they're not Metroidvania games because the whole point of that is you're exploring a map that opens up as you get new abilities and gives you access to new places. Anytime your progress restarts, every time you die, that's no longer a Metroidvania because yeah, you're not I mean... progressing. I wouldn't classify it as a Metroidvania. No, I'm saying, but that's what we get. Like, that's the kind of stuff yeah. that we're getting that's called in that genre, and it's not. <laughs> yeah. 
Monster is Monster it? Boy in the Cursed Kingdom last year was another one, so that's a more recent one. Yeah, that's a remake. Though, isn't oh, it? total, dude! It's yeah. totally a Metroidvania. You would actually, I think you would like it. It's a. He said with it's the still, no remake, still a new game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of a. Th- so right, it's right. it's an, it's pretty much a new game. Okay. 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 Cause yeah, that's why I didn't know the new Metroidvania. Yeah, I think it was action like, platformer. Shoot. Yeah. It's so good. God, I want. Oh, okay, I think we just came up with some good answers. Uh, Justin. Oh, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, mm. actual actual first like, person like walking simulators, and not just like first person shooters. <laughs> not like like uh, maybe it's because I'm hungry yeah. for Metroid Prime, but something like that, you know, where it's like, like Alien like, Isolation, something like an actual no. adventure game <laughs> without the horror elements. <laughs> yeah, but not as terrifying and not limited. Without the horror, like I don't mind horror elements. You like that I put that? We know just as scared of thermal images in Metroid <laughs> yeah, Prime. So great. Um, yeah, I love this. So great. Um, but uh, no, just like I, I like, like I know first person makes my head kind of hurt, but like, um, like Metroid Prime is so beautifully constructed. I didn't mind exploring it that way, so I wouldn't mind like another game like. I think that. you're just talking about walking. Uh, maybe not Metroid. Right maybe not Metroid, but just like anything. No. Um, I am I I guess, but I don't feel like I am because I, I want a little bit more action than I actually say, thought like, of another Firewatch, example because that's not uh, game to me. like arcadey skating games, like the like the classic Tony Hawk where it's just like you know a series of levels, yes, and like you have objectives to do in each level because like even Tony Hawk eventually cool. uh, yeah. was that there like was a three D game, but yeah. Yeah, that doesn't count. Um, no, because like even Tony Hawk eventually got that. like almost open world with like the underground games and stuff, and I didn't like that as much. <laughs> yeah, I like I like. I mean, nobody did. Like I'm a sucker for those. Hey, still, you know what I think? But like, they're, they're, it's we're not gonna make you do less of that. But yeah, skating games are definitely underrepresented. Yeah. You can play the Sherlock Actual games. Detective games would be. There's nice. a new Professor Layton. Like where you have to also, Murder Soul Suspect. You probably actually like yeah. Murder Soul Suspect. Yeah, those are. No, you know I. <laughs> I I want I've been wanting to play that game for fucking yeah. years. My God, um, I feel like I would love that game. Mm. Uh, no, if I, I play Professor Layton whenever I want to <laughs> truly feel like a fucking. I thought you were going to end with I hate thinking. I hate thinking in that game. <laughs> that would have been great. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. <clears throat> Just put a plastic right, bag uh, over my head. So let's end this podcast, Justin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where can people find you? Uh, you can Oops. find me in Toronto this week. Not by the time... Well, yeah, I guess by the time you listen to this. Um, but, no. Jokes aside. Uh, that's not a joke. It's actually... It's honest. Um, you can find me if you look up Zero Score on YouTube or Twitter or Twitch slash Mixer. Um, probably... I, I haven't really felt like making anything this month, even though it's all the month and I should be motivated. Um... Because I've just been, like I said, overwhelmed with like work and getting ready for a vacation and stuff. But probably the next thing you see from me will be vlogs from Canada. So that should be exciting. Yay. Yeah, it'll be fun. And Ben? Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to plug myself because I'm. that's a little too kinky. 
But uh, you all need to go to twitch.tv slash MrDragon01, a.k.a. my best friend Christopher Healy's Twitch page. Oh, because cute. a couple weeks ago he proposed Yay. to his girlfriend, and she said yes. So they are engaged. So, yeah, my best friend's getting married. Um, so <laughs> shout out to you, Chris. I'm going to really? tell you to listen to this episode because I know you don't fucking listen even though I tell you to listen. Um, so uh, shout out to you and Jessica. Uh, I hope to be there at the wedding. Won't you be um, in it? You know, I'll, I'll probably have to scam my way up there, but we'll see. Um, so I don't live in the same area. I invited I like a friend North, that lives, North, in... lives in North Texas. Cali. Um, no. Well, yeah, but like to be in the <laughs> wedding. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap! I for. Uh... A dif- a different state. Like I'm Someone invited, from like a the first thing he says, you're invited to the wedding. Like, okay, good. Wedding I thought party. you weren't gonna invite me. I'm blanking on it's like one of the Carolinas. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> it's just a four hour train yeah. ride, honestly. Right. I can I'll, I'll save you from digging yourself into further train holes. Thank you. I'm just talking about myself. He doesn't listen to this uh, anyway. <laughs> He's too busy being super rich. Okay. He's an um, airplane engineer. Yeah, you can come over to my Twitch channel, uh, Kane Play Stuff, where I am an affiliate, and I've uploaded my first emote. Yay! Humble brag. And also Twitch, uh, Yay! as well. It's cool. Um, I'm also on Twitter, CSG Thomas on Twitter. You can email me, thomas at charshot.com. Uh, please review us on iTunes. That'd be great. Stitcher as well. Uh, we're, we are also available on Spotify. And until then, guys, enjoy your games and have a good night. Bye. Talk. <laughs> hey, come on! Honk. <laughs>